It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... Oh, my name is Nicole. Allow me to reintroduce myself. The intro was hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to One Girl, One Mic Podcast. I am your host, Valerie Nicole. And today's episode is going to be me reintroducing myself to everyone. So um, a few Maybe about a month ago, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who listens to the podcast, and he made a very good point. He was telling me how he doesn't really know me. Well, he knows me because he knows me personally, but from, like, another person's perspective, he was like, nobody really knows you. Like, what is what is it about you? Like, who are you? Who is this girl that has this podcast that I enjoy listening to every day, and I kind of want to buy into who you are as a person. Then I thought about it and I said, I never really did do a official introduction interview or episode for myself. So it was like, who is one girl, one mic? Who is the girl behind the mic? Who is this girl that um, wants to do this podcast? So then I came up with a great idea to just kind of do an interview episode with my trusty, dusty engineer. Mm. He is like really becoming one of my favorite people. We've been, it's been a long journey though. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we still on it though. But that's my my little brother. So I wanted to do a, um, I'm thinking like who better to interview me other than JG. Even though you did come up with Ashley, like that would have been good. Ashley, Mm -hmm. my cousin from Single Friends Podcast, Mm -hmm. that would have been really good. Uh, I would have appreciated that. But I'll take you as a (laughs) first second. I mean, you picked me, so. I picked you, right? I didn't. Actually, now I do want to drink. You do? Yeah. I'll make you one. So um, I'm actually excited to interview you. I think like your journey into podcasting, especially your journey this year, has been like a whirlwind. Um, the things that have affected you as far as like turning 40, the death of Nipsey Hussle, like these things are all questions that you haven't answered on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Like You haven't really dove into like personally how it affected you it's always been how it affects the community or what's 40 look like to the community or what's 40 look like to you it's like but not like how does it feel for you so um my first question is why podcasting okay so why podcasting i think i've been um is it really too strong hold on (laughs) no it's just sweet as hell Okay, because I forget you don't like mix. I have yeah. extra juice if it's too strong. Hell no, I want extra juice. Want you want extra, extra liquor? liquor? Oh, God. It's all right. I got some gin over there if I want to mix That is, oh, he does. Ooh, yeah. Tangeray had a flashback. Ooh, we're going to talk <laughs> about the Tangeray flashbacks. The gin and juice uh, era. The Tangeray and squirt. Okay, but anyway. Uh. <laughs> so um, I think my life has been a podcast. Mm-hmm. I think before podcasting was popular, like who I am is a walking podcast. Mm-hmm. I have probably never met a stranger. I am always finding myself engaging in these conversations, mm-hmm. like really good, interesting conversations with crazy people, normal people, whoever. Mm-hmm. Like I have never met a stranger. Like I can just talk, find somebody, meet somebody, talk. It's just what I do. It's who I am, basically. Did you have like radio ambitions prior to podcasting? No, 
so podcasting really birthed a lane for you. Like yes. it was like when you seen what was some of the first podcasts you listened to? Um oh god, some of the first podcasts. Um Angela Yee, Angela Yee Lip Service. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like the life-changing one for me because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, like they get to kind of say whatever they want to say not and give a fuck. not give a fuck and it's like good. I was tuning in every week. Brilliant mm-hmm. Idiots mm-hmm. was another one. Um Drink Champs changed my whole life because mm-hmm. they didn't have their shit together. And all of those first episodes were really hard to listen to. And I kind of stuck it out with Nori. And it's still hard to listen to. <laughs> it's, it's produced a little bit. I actually don't listen to that podcast You anymore. stop listening? Well, it's, it's I'm a huge fan of Nori. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, a huge, I'm a huge fan of rapper Nori. But it, it's more so of, I know, like, I can't listen to myself. Like, I had an episode of a show that I'm supposed to be dropping and I listened. I was entirely too drunk. And mm-hmm. it was just like, I can't, I can't drop this yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because... But it's but that's their show. That's their show. Yeah. So even like I would listen to that show religiously. Even I could tell like when he would smoke weed, I would be I couldn't listen because I'm like I hate when you're high. Like I can take drunk Nori, I cannot take high Nori. So Drink Champs really put everything because I was like, oh mm. fuck it, I'm gonna be the female Nori. Mm. Like fuck it, my mm. shit just gonna be. I put the battery in your back. Yes, right. yeah, it did. So what what were your like? Take me back to high school. Where you go to high school at? Refert. Refert. Refert, class of 97. I was a red dog. West side, West side. Yes, the red and gray. So, should have been a red dog. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) What were you like in high school? Like, how Um, did we get to this? This uh, Nicole, v. Nicole. So me in high school, I was like not the most popular girl. Mm. Um, I've always been really tall. Like I'm five eleven. People Did like you play people, ball. No, I was not athletic. Damn. I always was like wanted to like always thought I was like too cute. Like didn't want to sweat, but I never was like in the cute girl crowd. Mm. Right. So I wasn't the most popular, but I've always been like really funny. Always had a lot of male friends because I've always been like the home girl. Mm. Always been the homie. So you always been like friend zone. Always been friend zoned. I got friend zoned a lot in high school. And then school. they be liking you on the low, and they don't. They kind of say it on the low. No, no, no. They didn't like me on the low. They yeah, for real? <laughs> no, no. They <laughs> they really friend zoned me because I've always had like really pretty friends, mm-hmm. right? So I was like the homegirl. Oh. They like my friends, but now it's a little bit different because it's kind of like now look at me now. You got to bring Val because she got the cute friends. Yeah, yeah. I was friends with my cousin like that. Yeah. Like one of my closest cousins, like she always had cute friends, so mm-hmm. I used to always hang out with her. Yeah. It was like just girlfriends. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they would tr- talk to me about my friends all the time and want to call me. Did you ever have like crushes on them? No. The guys that I like, I didn't play. I didn't like, I didn't like, oh, I'm going to be your friend, but I really like you. No, 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 no. You didn't no. play that? No. Did you have relationships in high school? Yeah, I had a boyfriend in high school. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He went there, or was he yes. like older and picked you up? On no, the no, no. He went there. He was two years older than me. He was actually my first love. Um, actually, <laughs> where he at now? <laughs> I talked about. Story. I talked about him. Oh, <laughs> I think I remember. <laughs> yeah. So that might be on. That might be on a deleted episode. Though. Yes, he's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still really good friends, though. But no, I definitely had a boyfriend in high married? school. Yes, he. Mm. No, he's divorced. He's divorced mm. now. But he's had his girlfriend live with his baby mama and all that other good stuff. Congratulations to him. But yeah, no. So I definitely had a boyfriend in high school, but was definitely um, really tomboyish mm-hmm. because I was tall, so I didn't want to. Who were you wearing? Like boo boo. Yeah, like really big because baggy clothes were in back hey, then. Baggy clothes were yeah, so it was yeah. all about the baggy clothes, TLC, that whole '90s movement. But then, mm-hmm. like when SWV and them started to come along, and it was like girly girly time. I kind of stayed boyish because I've always been like really tall, so I didn't want to embrace my physique at the time when I was younger. You had the same physique in high school? Yes. Mm. Maybe so, not so much va-voom, va-voom, but 
So what did you do in high school? Like, what was your like go to activities? Uh, none. I didn't. I was like, no. I, <laughs> like no drinking, no smoking. No. This is the crazy part about it, right? Like, so I was like, I did not drink. I did not smoke. I did not have sex. None in high school. That was tragic. That was tragic, right? Like, I don't even feel bad I'm about it. I'm glad I ain't go to fucking Redford. Yeah, that's no, the, but... That's how the girls were at Redford. No, all of my... Bro. Listen, I went on senior trip, and all of my friends were drinking and having sex, and I did not even know. <laughs> we came back. I was like, when were y'all doing all of this? Because they were like, ditch me and go, you know... Go have fun. Go you have fun. There like... Yeah, I'll be like in the arcade and shit. So... Yeah, because y'all really didn't have, like, cell phones and shit like that. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> I had to kind of find my own way. But no, like, wasn't the most popular girl, like, wasn't super lame either. Mm -hmm. I just kind of fell somewhere in the, in the middle. middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. How did how did that transition to like your twenties? Like how did this girl, this high school girl that really wasn't really participating in anything transition to the twenties where like I'm sure you kind of came alive a little bit more, started to drink, start to smoke. Like mm -hmm. what was what was that transition out of high school like? Um I think the trans I think so in hindsight, right? Like everything mm -hmm. that happened to me in high school, it happened for a reason because it actually made me like, because I wasn't like running with the popular people. Like I had my set of friends and I wasn't always like the top pick girl that all of the boys liked. It mm -hmm. kind of forced me to kind of have my own lane and do my own thing. Mm -hmm. So I was completely okay with being by myself. Mm. So I would go off and do my shit that I wanted to do. Like it may have been with older people. It that? may have been. What hmm? shit you want to do? Um, hang out with I just found my own new set of friends mm -hmm. that didn't go to school with me so I would like hang out with them all the time and I kind of like fell off the face of the earth or not the face of the earth but just kind of fell off to your friends yes they're yeah, like yeah. where you been at like oh I kind of hooked up with some other people over here and we like they kick it and we drink and hang out and we have a good time all the time and it may be like in the hood but like I'm okay with that like this is yeah. after high school yes how did you come across those friends just like roundabout like just being well out? my one friend um, I would give a Huge shout out to Eric Murray. Like I met Eric when I was in high school on the bus, <laughs> on a six mile bus. <laughs> I'm thinking of Keith Murray. I'm, yeah. And so me and Eric became really really cool. I would hang out with him. Mm -hmm. um, big up to my friend Gina. I met Gina, but I have been knowing Gina since middle school. And Gina was kind of like me and Gina was kind of like the same. Like she mm -hmm. wasn't the most popular girl, but we kind of like found our own shit. Like we would just hang out and do our own thing and kind of made our own lane. And you it still made cool it, with all these people. Yes. Gina and Eric. Yep. Eric, I'm still cool with Eric. I'm still cool with Gina. Gina listens to the podcast. Shout out to Gina. Dude. Yes, called me screaming, so happy. Like you should have got a shout out here. Yes, this is her first time getting a shout, shout out. Shout out to Gina. Dude. Yes, shout out to Gina. Yes, um, I'm her son, her, her oldest son, Godmother. I can remember when she had him. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm still cool with all these people. So that's what it kind of forced me to do. It kind of forced me to do my own thing. And then I started working at 20. I started working at the plant at 20. Damn. So you've been working at the plant for 20 years. Yes. Damn. Do you? Do you feel like, was the pressure on you to, like, go to college or anything like that? Yes. Or do you feel like you missed out or anything? Um, Yes and no. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that I maybe I did miss out on some college. Because I did go to college, but mm -hmm. I never had the whole, like, go away to go college and live shit. on a dorm and yeah. all that other kind of stuff. I hung out in dorms down at Wayne State when I was going to Wayne State for a minute, mm -hmm. but not really. Um. At one point, yes, I do feel as though like maybe I missed out on something like far as education wise, but then like money wise, You're like no, nah, because yeah. I make either the same or more than, than people. most college graduates. Right. Yeah, yeah. So So with that, it's just like to to be in the field for twenty years, do you like is it like you see retirement or are you like, yo, I see these businesses getting me out of here? Like what do you see coming first? Um well, for me, at 20, I see now I see retirement at mm -hmm. 40. 
because I've been so listen, this 20 years crept up on me. Like it literally went from like five years to like, wait, I've been working here how long? Mm. So it wasn't um it wasn't a very well calculated thought out plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, oh, oh like my my generation is kind of like impatient in sense like mm-hmm. I don't know many people that that work at a job for ten years plus mm-hmm. and just be there. It's like it's it's rare because it's like nah, like it's like I gotta go. Yeah, like, this ain't this ain't for me. Where's but my next opportunity? Where's my next opportunity? Or you not paying me enough? They paying me more, so I'm, yeah. I'm out. But I think that it's a it's a detriment to us because we just bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing around, and it's just like nah, like I. I, they ain't valuing me. I'm going here, but I think the like most of the OGs around me, they've worked at places for 15, 20 years. Twenty like a guy he has a podcast on the network, worked for the post office for about twenty six years, and it's mm-hmm. just like damn, like yeah. Well, see for me, um, when I see younger people doing that, a part of me I love it. Like mm-hmm. I, it's 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 actually very inspiring. Mm-hmm. But then there's another part of me that is like, okay, well, what's your end game? Like, what's your motivation? So if your motivation is more money, I can definitely see you making your moves, putting in the necessary work to get to the next level, to get to the bigger Mm -hmm. paycheck, right? Mm -hmm. Or if your end goal is to be happy, like I want to be in an environment that makes me... That makes me happy. Right. Then I can see you kind of looking for that and finding that. But like, once you find it, then what do you do with it? Do you keep it or do you let it go? I don't know. See, that's what I I don't know. Like, I've, I've been the type of person to... Like, yo, I'm about to get fired and I don't care. Like, right, yeah. yeah. Because it's like, one, I know it's like this can provide for me for at least a month or so. Mm-hmm. And then it's like I can hustle up on the side and get this. Right. It's like bags I can get out there. So yeah. it's just like. Everybody's want to chase the bag. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's just like I know that stability. Like having like most young people do it because they don't have kids. So they can right. be like boom, 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 boom. And I don't have kids either. I have a whole family. So it's like. Right. So gotta, okay, so my question is: When you're chasing the bag, let's just mm-hmm. say the bag. I'm interviewing you, by the way. So go okay, ahead, go I'm ahead. sorry. You asked me a question though. Because <laughs> no, I'm just trying to get a clear understanding. Uh-huh. When you are chasing the bag, let's say the bag is to a hundred dollars. It's not always chasing the bag though. It's like it's chase. It's boredom. Like we're impatient. Like you got to. So think, you quit jobs because you're bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. I hate it. I don't like I don't like working under quotas either. Like, don't give me a number and say, "Hey, I gotta hit this number." Okay, that so, shit frustrates what is the, me. I feel, so, I feel like I'm a slave. Even if the job is paying you like financially, good. like I'm good. If they can be give you a whole lot of money, you'll still quit. Nope, I quit. Yeah, see, that's the difference. Yeah, and so, I the, and I understand that difference between me and the generation, yeah, under me because I I just I've because I've worked jobs for money, and it was like. All right, this shit weak as hell. <laughs> like, and I, because I hate the I job. Know. And so this is the thing. And this. And if it's no cute people at the job, like if it's no, cute? Like I'm talking about attractive people. It's that's the thing. Like it has to be attractive people where you work, or I can't work there. So these people can say we're going to pay you um, three hundred thousand dollars a year, right, well, and I uh, like you the know job, with benefits. And I like you get, the job. No, no, listen, okay. three hundred thousand dollars a year with benefits. You get all paid holidays. You get your weekends off. Mm-hmm. What schedule works best for you? Tell us your schedule. We're gonna give you that schedule, and you will say, you know what? It's too many ugly people <laughs> working here. I'm gonna have to turn this down. So look. But then, I mean, and then, then how I see it depends, that is, if I like the job, no, then I'd be like, all right, I, I stick it out. But and how I see that is, mm-hmm. you'll walk away and then call <laughs> me like, 
yo, you got $20. Like, no, because I go to a job that have really a lot of ugly people on it. But no. And that I'm really no. bored on. Plant but life, plant life. Because plant life is different, though. Because people can be ugly for, like, the first week you meet them. And then, like, two months later, you like, oh, this ugly motherfucker is kind of cute. They was just broke. Like, yeah. you weren't ugly. You was just saying, you ain't broke. You got a few you checks just, under your belt. You just look dusty. Like, yeah. that's what it was. We blew the dust off no, you. No, but I'm just. But look- no, I worked a job where it was literally six people there. Mm-hmm. It was, like, two white guys. A old white lady and this black girl she was like extra like goth still like in t- 2019 she was goth and it was just like oh shit i can't really i can't really function like this like i can't function in this place because i was so fucking bored out of my mind how what did they pay you good yeah the pay was straight but it was like it was i was bored no one talked no one said shit to each other it was just like like they would have like a company barbecue. It's six people. Like what the? F- <laughs> and we just all eat and just be quiet as hell. I'd be like, Yo, I quit, dog. Like I can't work here, man. This shit is depressing. I, I don't know. For so my end game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so before podcasting, I didn't know what my passion was. Didn't have a passion. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what it was. So now, so before podcasting, it it was all about money. Like mm-hmm. what is the. It would what the dollar looking like? Yeah, you want to you want to go? I want because so I have a lifestyle that I want to live, and I don't mind working to maintain and obtain my lifestyle. So right? when does that life? This is the next question. So when does that? When does living that lifestyle and working in your age kind of start going away from each other? Like at some point, you're not gonna be able to keep up the amount of work you've been doing for the last twenty years, right? Why like, not? I mean, because you're going to get older. You might work a little slower. You might get a little tired. You the might... jobs get easier. So, okay. Yeah, never mind. Because that's what, like, they put you on easier shit. So. Well, no, it's not that they put you on easier things. So, it's, we. I was just having a, this conversation with a coworker. Mm-hmm. Me and him is the same age. We've both been working at um, our jobs for 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. We started young. So, the hard jobs, we Go did them when we were people. 20. Yeah. I did hard jobs when I was 20. When I would come in there and hang out all night and can still, like, literally work off two hours of sleep, do 10 hours a day on the hardest job, I was 20, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. I'm 40 now. Like, no, I've been working here a long time. I have enough seniority to where... So y'all young folks get that shit. Yes. <laughs> and now, with the economy being the way it is and all of the hiring, it's so many people there that's just starting that's my age and older. Mm. And I don't really have a lot of... Um, I want to say empathy towards them when they get stuck on harder jobs. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, nigga. You, you started you at 40. Late, yeah, you, I don't know. So then it's like, it's almost as if like when I was 20, when y'all were doing what everything y'all wanted to do, when you went away to college and you got your four-year degree, you Damn, had a great you college. To them? <laughs> you had a great, no, I'm not. Like you had a great college no, life. I didn't, I didn't go away. You though, experienced so. this great life living abroad and doing whatever you want to do. <laughs> now your ass gets stuck <laughs> picking up that heavy shit. Can you now, lift over 75 pounds? <laughs> you check yes. Then you so get your ass over there. So and I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> Let you. me know if you need anything. Yeah. I'll be back to check on you in a few hours. You know That's what I'm saying? Like, let me get your fan situated for you. And but they about to pass out, have a heart attack and shit. And but you no, just sitting there so chilling. but so this is the thing that I always tell, or I try to tell younger people, especially young black men. The window for you to be able to get paid to do with what you love to do to actually find your passion and actually get paid for it, that window closes every year you have a birthday. I don't think so. A little bit. Listen. I so, don't think so. So listen. Okay, Go let ahead. me just finish. Let mm-hmm. me just finish, right? 
and this is not to discourage anybody because I think mm -hmm. that you should always chase your dreams no matter how old you are. Thanks. But I do believe that at some point, life will catch up with you where you have to maintain steady income and you have to support your dreams financially. Thanks. You understand what I'm saying? So at some point, like, you have a wife and kids. Mm -hmm. So you just going off the grid and saying, I just want to go, you know. Figure my life and out. And figure my life out now. Can't do it. That window has closed for you. It actually, so in, you're absolutely right. So it depends on the situation. And mm -hmm. my situation is different. Mm -hmm. My wife makes. Way more than you. Way more than I mm -hmm. do. Uh, but I'm also a high school teacher. So Right. But being a high school teacher can it gives me the hours and the flexibility I need to pursue my passion. Yes. I didn't know that I needed that type of job. I needed a job where I can, yo, mm -hmm. I can go here and knock this out at three, be out by three thirty. It's time to start the other job. So that's what I needed. But mm -hmm. I didn't know that at the time. So it's like now that I'm good, like with mm -hmm. teaching, mm -hmm. it's just like I mean so no, like no, 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 and so I don't want. But no, no, and, and to your point, I didn't, I didn't make that point. So, to your point, of the window closing, the window closing. So, it's a couple things I feel about the the ideology behind the window closing. Right, you started a podcast at what thirty eight. Yes. So you started a podcast at thirty eight. Now let's say, for instance, your podcast goes crazy by the time you're forty two, mm -hmm. and you get all these awards, you get all these accolades for your podcast at forty three. Who's going to say, yo, when was your, when did your window close? Your window never closed, right? No. So listen, okay, so let me just be, let me be a little mm -hmm. bit more clear. Because when I say the window closes, the window doesn't close for you to chase your dreams or for you to be great. The, it ne that window never closes. You're talking about professionally. The, no, not even professionally. The window, the, the window for you to do your shit um, solely. Like, I, at 40, I can't only podcast right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need my job to help me fund my dream. You could. Like, if, I, if they offered you like a buyout of like, no, of course. like six, seven figures, you could be like, yo, yes. all right, cool. I'm out, y'all. I'm but, about to go podcast full time. But let's <laughs> just say to the young person that's podcasting at 18. True. If I had a son and my son wanted to podcast at 18, yeah. you don't have to have a job. Like, no, no you're, you you're going to be, this is what you do. Mm. You understand what I'm so saying? So you're going to give him no... But so that's I what feel I'm like saying. I wouldn't give my child the window of the podcast. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like the the window of you saying. just yeah, doing yeah. it solely because you have responsibilities. You have responsibilities. So then at some point you have to do both of them at the same time. And you can like you you will do yeah, yeah. it. You'll get both of them done. But it's like I don't have the opportunity or the luxury to not work and only chase and my only dream chase at dream. some point. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. So podcasting. What has what is one thing podcasting has taught you? Oh my goodness. Podcasting has taught me so much. Um it has revealed some crazy things. It has revealed some good and bad things. Like That's what? a deep question. What good things have no, what crazy things has it revealed? Um you'll be surprised how many people like don't want you to have a podcast. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. It's people like actually like boycotting against you? Not boycotting. Not boycotting, but just like, I don't know. I think that maybe starting a podcast has actually, because it's the first thing creative I've ever done before. I think it has just revealed people who they really are in my life. That's, how, that's how been my biggest lesson. How many people you have like against your, your vision? No, I don't, I'm not going to say like against my vision, but maybe I can name, I can think of three off back of And rip. they just didn't want you to have it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. What was don't, the reasoning behind it? I don't know. I haven't asked them. 
Mm. Do they, you still talk to those people? Um, two of them I do. Hmm. Do they listen? No. Mm. Fucking weirdos. Yeah. So what's the good then? Um, the the flip side of that is like the people that do support the podcast, like those people have shown themselves, like people that I wouldn't necessarily um think that, right? Mm-hmm. Like the biggest thing that this podcast has shown me, um, January, me and LB, who's always on the show, she's a really good friend of mine. We were doing she's our She's the one that's married, right? No, she's not married. That's um TJ. That's cousin, Tiffany. right? Yes, yeah, cousin. Cousin is married. LB is Mariah's sister. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, I forget. So um we were doing our um, vision boards for mm-hmm. New Year's at or in January, and she like we were doing them separate, and she had my podcast on her vision board. Like yeah. that was like life changing for me. Like wow, like your friend, like and it's people that I have. Snoop and Dre, what you mean? Snoop and Dre, right? <laughs> <laughs> we like Deuce and Yay. Every, so every time I play, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the fuck is this song? Number G thing. I think we all too. <laughs> Yes. So that has like that has just revealed itself and just been a um great and it's revealed things that I've learned about myself, like how far I can go when I put my mind to something and just me actually living in this creative space for the first time ever. What's your biggest fear in podcasting? Having a live show and no one coming. <laughs> the thing I let me I can dispel that fear. So look, the thing about a live no, show is no, no. The thing about a live show is how many friends do you have? I don't know. Not if, that if many. you had, I just, many, had a, I just had a surprise birthday so party. Not that many people how, showed how up. How many people were there? <laughs> not that many. How many? It was like, like weak. It was kind of weak. Like it was less nice. than twenty. No, it was it was over twenty. It like was maybe tw- about twenty five. Like seventy five people. So if you had a live maybe seventy five. So if you had a live show, it'd probably be like 35, 50 people there. You just get a small venue. Yeah, like the size of this room. No, you can use that room out there. Yeah, that's what that's what I did my first live show. We sold out. I'm sure. Well, yeah, because you have a bigger following and you have a you know your podcast is like the shit. So I mean, but we also started like you start. Well, we didn't start like you started because you started in the studio. We started in the basement with like I could show you my first board. Like mm-hmm. one of these might be my first microphone. Like, okay. So it's like we started with like super humble beginnings. It was like it took. Three years before we had a live show. Okay, I'm not, yeah. and so that that part doesn't scare me. Like any, yeah, but it, that's it how would, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. because like any of the work that comes along with it. Like if somebody was like you say, oh, it took me. I'm like, I'm not afraid to do the work. Like I'm not afraid to put my nose to the grind and do it for this podcast because I feel very very passionate about it. And one extra thing that this podcast has revealed to me, it gave me a better relationship with my sister with Hillary mm-hmm. and it made me really see Hillary as an adult because before the podcast I think I looked at her like a, a baby like mm-hmm. cause she's my younger sister but like mm-hmm. no Hillary is like a grown ass woman that has mm-hmm. her own life and so yeah she how had, did that relationship change after the podcast um I look at her like she's grown like she was sometimes mm-hmm. where she had to stand up to me and then there was sometimes where I had to kind of be a little bit have some real conversations with her as an adult and not feel bad about it because I want to shelter her so much because she's my little sister so I'm always used to babying People her know your her relationship to the podcast so oh it, I'm sorry <laughs> oh no so um hillary is my manager um she doesn't like for me to say her name on this podcast but yeah she's the one who actually um got everything going for me she's mm-hmm. the one who listened to a, a few podcasts that i recorded with um will and Les while she still lived in atlanta listened to the podcast episodes and said called me and said this is what you should be doing mm-hmm. she said i don't like this is this is it like you're recording at your crib at first right we were rec- yeah we were recording at will's house okay. on my phone off anchor 
So then after I put like we recorded a few more episodes and then LB called me like one night I was at work like just randomly and she's like, you know, it just was on my heart. Like, I don't know the direction of the show, but this is what you are supposed to be doing and you need to push forward and like because this is it. Mm. Like so many people kept on just get like out the blue, just like, no, this is what you should be doing. Do you feel like you walk in your purpose now? I do. First time ever, ever. Like, who doesn't find their purpose until they're 40? That's so sad. What's the most exciting part of it all? Putting out content, um, my new opinions, my new ideas, the shit I want to say. Like, all of it is... Ex- Every time I cut the mic on, it's super exciting to me. Do you do you have, like, reservation? I can say this. So, sometimes, why do you have a reservation in just putting content out? Like we had I conversation. Yes, yes. We had a conversation about um, you like pulling, like holding off the trigger on just. Yes, I have so many episodes I haven't released, y'all. Like if you listening, I have so many but episodes the, that don't so get should, put out. I think you should do like a, a how many episodes you got? Probably ten. I think you should do ten days of uh, one girl one mic outtakes. And just <laughs> put them all out. That would be horrible. No, but it's it's a growth. Like it's you really like you've grown so much. Like when you came here the last time, it was like. I got super drunk and just was like, blah. like y'all just like just st- start talking. I think now you're so structured and and the way you deliver it and carry it, it's like you on, like you yeah. on. So you oh, can thank you. Yeah, but it's like I think you should put out all that old content too, and you don't want to just hold that on. to old That old content shit. is bad. It's rough. Yeah, Ooh. fuck it. Why not? Like Ooh. I'm gonna put out that drunk ass episode of me one day. Like. Mm, you think now is a good I don't know I don't know I do I, I Keep in mind I'm an artist and I'm, and I'm sensitive about my shit Like I want to be this free person That's just free to do me and That's the reason why I prefer podcasting mm-hmm. over radio Because um, I've actually went on um, A radio show mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it but I felt very censored Because you can't say shit fuck Yeah because I can't talk about ass. Who's- and I and I I am inappropriate. There's inappropriate a, as fuck. Yeah, I, there's a part of me that's really inappropriate. I felt bad when I was on Ashley Them Show because I felt like I was being way too inappropriate for them. No, and they're younger than me. I thought all young people were supposed to be like, you know, crazy. Guess not. They are off mic. Their show is really reserved. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought their show was who they were. So I was like, bam. They should turn like, turn up sometimes. You gotta have the right person on there, right? And the right drinks in the room. Yeah. See, so I facilitate all of that. That's just who I am. That's who I'm all. I'm a vibe. So, being that you're 40 <laughs> this year, like you turned 40 this year, what's the like? You've had 40 years on this earth, like actual 40 years around the fucking moon or sun or whatever right? that should go. That's deep. So you've had 40 years. So it's like, what's the next? Not even, not even 20, not even 10. What's the next five look like? Ooh, we. My next five looks like. Me being 40 and fine, super fine. I think you need to be super fine in your 40s. So it's like buckling down, changing eating habits, you know, focusing you in. You stop drinking like sugary drinks. Not going to stop drinking. That's not no, going to no. happen. No, sugary drinks. Like just take like, just do. I'm not, I can't drink liquor with no chase. I do like soda or some I shit. I do fucking tonic. All right. Only because no, don't do tonic. Do vodka and soda. I only do vodka and tonic because it sounds good at the bar. Do tequila and tonic. No. I mean tequila and soda. No. It's a vibe changer. Maybe I'll try that. Tequila yeah. and soda. I'm not against it. I'll try that. Trust me. So, like, being fine and um, actually, like, going into my purpose and chasing my dream. Mm-hmm. So, do you see how it works out, right? Like, so you work all of this time. 
no purpose. No. Right? Listen. I've always worked with a purpose. Listen. Okay. Thank God. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I admire people but, that have always worked no, with no, no, a purpose. No, no, no. But my purpose has always changed. Like, That's a blessing. Like, we've had so many... Like, I don't care if it changed a thousand no, times. Yeah, yeah. But we've had so many... I like me and my friends had so many visions and and ideas and it's like all right we have means for this we have means for this we have means for this like that's most of my 20s and then podcasting hit and I started to network with uh, a good friend of mine Brandon we were recording NWP started in his basement and it was like he took it like he took it here and it was like all right this we we here bro we got network we got shows and it was like I look like, nah, nigga, we got to go here. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I'm like my goal for like I'm starting Audio Wave LA. Like that's 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 where I'm headed. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't think you have a, um, a vision. It's it's I'm gone. Like I'm I'm gone. Like I can't be here. I can't be here with anybody. Like we can't stop. So, so this is so that no. So that's that's what I wanted to say. Like mm-hmm. I completely admire and appreciate I don't think I'm supposed to say audio LA, but we gonna keep going you can edit it out I'm not gonna edit it out <laughs> or speak it put it in the yeah. universe the universe yeah. gonna bring it back but yeah. no like I genuinely I love that like I yeah. that's the way to go right like I don't have kids but if I had if I ever had kids that's how I would want to raise my kids like you do shit with the purpose so to take me for an example mm-hmm. right somebody 40 work all this time no purpose I don't know I'm just working right I'm surviving I'm paying bills but I'm living I'm not just you know working for the white man every day because y'all have this whole thing like yeah. working for the white man every day dying i'm not dying i'm actually living right i'm living my life i'm you know but obtaining think, things I, of seeing the world traveling that's because we see our we seen our parents like that it right. was like i seen my mom just work right and it was like yo you don't travel you don't do shit like so that's why it would have been good to yeah. have ashley come on because ashley could have gave like you know been my my backup to oh, say no, no. like I know you travel this isn't like I haven't just yeah. been like you know working and dying oh yeah right? I, like, I, I, I peep you I be watching right. have and you so, seen so no what I'm saying is like okay so work all this time don't know what my purpose is mm-hmm. but I'm looking for my purpose the whole time mm-hmm. right like I'm I'm in search of it like I'm not just blind like I'm trying to figure it out trying to figure it out cannot figure out what the fuck I'm passionate about not realizing I'm passionate about talking I think that's the thing that's one thing that I always commend like people that work at the plant Plant workers are the biggest hustlers in the world sometimes because they have this a massed amount of income that it's like, y'all, I need to put this money in and flip it somehow and do something and do this. It's like, I see that. I really see that. It's so, just, it. it's just you got to find the right one. Right. So, yeah. right. So that's basically what I'm saying. So you can take me for an example, right? Mm-hmm. 40 year old girl, 40 year old woman, work all this time. Okay. No purpose. Trying to find my purpose. I find my purpose right at 39, 40. Now... I can afford to have. So I'm showing up to the podcast network like, uh, yeah, I paid my money already. You know, get y'all little broke asses out the way. No, your podcast is lit. But did you pay? No, you can't even record today. You want me to help you pay? <laughs> like, your content hey, is fire. Like, hey, yes, yo. you're 20, but you're broke as yo, fuck. <laughs> we got to have a conversation on air. It was some shit, man. But, but no, and I'm joking. Yeah, like, I'm no, saying no, this, like, but it's the absolute truth. But it's the, because young, like, yes, you're young, you're creative, you have all fire ideas, but you broke as hell. Broke as but hell. then you take grandma, I've been working. Like, so. So now you, like. You may need you, to keep grandma you on the network. call grandma and say, like, yo, grandma, can you invest in my show? <laughs> yes. So it's like, you need to keep grandma on the show yeah. or on the network. Because, like, I can, you know, you got to need somebody that can help pay a bill. Uh, see, the, I honestly, that was one thing that I never had a problem with was facilitating my 
like f- facilitating the facilities. Mm-hmm. Like I could facilitate the facilities on my own. You know why? Yeah, because I made I made room for it. I no. hustled. What you mean? Well, no, you know because this is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, exactly. So when you do what you're supposed to be doing, it's not a problem at all. It, it, and when you and I love how you always say like you don't I don't chase money I don't chase the bag I, don't I chase never the chase the bag that's you and that's because, the perfect way the to reason be. why is because I fell in love with podcasting off the art like the art of the voice the art of the black voice like I want to hear people that sound like me and look like me come from the area I come from talk like I want to hear you on these platforms like um, I got some merch launching soon um, it's uh, it says uh, I'm black and I podcast like I like. Yes, we podcast, motherfucker. Yes. We podcast. Yeah. And we listen to each other. And, and I want to hear. Yeah. So, so it's like, that's I, the vibe for us. No, I completely agree. Like, so before I was going to do the podcast and I was listening to um, Lip Service podcast, I was I didn't want to do a podcast. And a coworker of mine, he went, I'm like, I hate the sound of my voice. And he went, have you heard Stephanie Santiago's voice? Oh my god! I was like, but she's really fine. Like she's like the video vixen girl of the year. I'm like, so she's so. I think people she's tolerate fine. her voice because she's fine. He, so he goes like, no, she is fine. He goes, but her voice is like so annoying. If she can do a podcast, you definitely can do a podcast. And that was kind of like the changing thing for me. I was like, I can kind of get used to hearing my own voice. She's fine, but I've, I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm starting not to like all the plastic shit no more. It's Good. Like, it's coming back. Natural bodies are coming back around. Yeah, it's like, give me something. It's Even though, natural. I don't know, because let me just say this. My life is crazy. If y'all, if most people that listen to this podcast that know me, they know my life is crazy. I just got done with school. Mm-hmm. And um, see, not all plan workers, I just wouldn't work, work for the white man today. Um, <laughs> I was in um, going to class, and it was a girl who worked in the office. So we go, I go to class with this guy who I'm in school with all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We see the girl in the office. She is really pretty. She has this really big, beautiful, natural fro. She's all natural. Like, she's, like, kind of slim, thick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Natural small booties is back, right? I ain't got no small booty. So when he walked in, he went, oh, my God, you are so beautiful. So I kind of looked at him like, I was like, yeah, she is really, you know, she's, she is beautiful. So when we were walking out, I went, like, you never have gave me a compliment. And you know what he said? He went, yeah, but she's, like, natural beautiful. I went, what the fuck am I? He's like, I mean, I'm not sure if that's your real hair. I'm not sure about those lashes. No, I don't. <laughs> no. He was, was no. He was like, no, no. He literally like cut into me like that. I was like, are you serious? Like, I didn't even want to go because I, I just let him have it. I was like, no, but no. Like, I know. I don't I, have to no. you, yeah, like. I thought I was like natural, you know, plus size fine. But he was like, nah. That's his. That's his opinion. I don't know. That kind of, mm, I don't know. I mean, was like. It also depends on like what her vibe was. She did have a good vibe. She did have really good energy. I'm sometimes not gonna lie. you can be aggressive. <laughs> I can be aggressive. You was born in the '90s. I mean, you was raised in the '90s. You very aggressive. You, I, you, you think graduated '97. You, you know what you, type of music was coming out at that point. Wait a minute, so you think that I'm very aggressive? <laughs> Protect your neck. That's what. <laughs> like you have, you have that. Like that, like that woman that grew up in the nineties. It's like a, so it, for me, it's like a gap between like my mother and the women that I'm growing up around, right? Okay. So it's like women I'm growing up around. Most of them are turning 30, 31, maybe mm-hmm. twenty nine. And there's my mom age. They like fifty and up, mm-hmm. fifty. And then it's like you motherfuckers that grew <laughs> up in high school in the nineties. That like 
y'all niggas are so gangster that it's just oh, like oh yeah so we the, oh so we are the girls that like literally like rap every rap song to A Ball and MJG super like, aggressive and, like have real fucking opinions about hip hop because we like we was there we lived it like no we was and it, then be like super dramatic cause you grew up with Mary J Blige and shit so it's like you like you grew up with SWV. It's like, you know, like the deep cuts off of SWV albums. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I did not know that. Yeah. So maybe I am aggressive. Yeah, you're aggressive. Y'all, you are 90s. I, so a 90s baby, I feel like it's taken out of context. A 90s baby is someone that's born in the 90s. I think a 90s baby should be somebody who lived in the 90s. Like you really lived in that shit. And you yeah. don't live at like four and five and six. Nah. You live at in high school. Yeah. Like, Your high like where like, were you at in high school? My yeah. high school years was like Dipset and Killer Cam and right. like these are my high school years. Mm-hmm. Kanye West, like Fifty Cent, like Jay Z. Like these are my high school years. DMX. Like yeah. your high school years was like really gutter. And, yeah. Uh, so, oh, okay, golly, like that, that yeah. is so crazy, golly. That's golly. funny. Uh, <laughs> golly. So, that makes a lot of sense because when I think about, um, like the type of music that I like to listen to, it's, it's, it does seem a bit aggressive and it is a little bit vulgar. And with the Me Too movement, right? Like, I've had conversations with Ashley, my cousin who's way younger, and she's like, yeah, like, you know, like, some of the things that men do is, like, bad, and that's, like, bad behavior, and we shouldn't like it as women. And here I am, maybe because I grew up in the 90s, I thought this shit was normal. Nah, it's just wild. I'm like, if you ain't getting, I thought catcalling, you know? Yeah. Black leggings, black leggings. I'm like, what up? And she's like, no, get back. You're a pedophile. You're, you know, you're a predator. I don't feel comfortable with this. That's why why all women, women that also grew up in the 90s still fuck with R. Kelly. Yes. I listen to R. Kelly music on the way here. See? And then there. That's a fucking problem. Yes. And then the younger generation is like, oh my God, no. And I'm like. What the fuck is wrong with y'all still? Is it could have been that had a that big of an influence on our life? Like, cause everybody my age, like we 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 go okay with R. Kelly. Exactly. Like y'all motherfuckers are delusional. Like it was something in the water in high school. <laughs> are you in the nineties. So if you graduated high school, most of y'all who listen to this podcast probably graduated high school in the nineties. <laughs> something was in the water that tainted y'all minds to like certain shit just normalize to y'all and be like I, like the old niggas, like the niggas that's like forty three, uh-huh. like that graduated with you, yes. like motherfuckers is wild. Like they yeah. don't have no sense of like, yo, you don't do that, fam. Yeah. Or you don't dress like that no more, dog. Like, what are you wearing? <laughs> like, no, okay, so I do like the guys that have evolved. Because, no, I take that back. Because I know a lot of guys that were like, even the, the guys that were fashionable with me in school, they're still fashionable now. Okay, so like, they, they evolve. They evolve. Like, okay. yeah, like, if you fashion savvy, if that's if you can dress, you're going to dress. Like, you're going you gonna to be yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. I know some guys that's my age or even older that um, dress and do well, Right, mm-hmm. far as that category, but they do say some crazy stuff. Yeah. Like I just had a guy tell me, like, rent, like he's like, "Damn, like that's what you wore to work? Like you just want a nigga dick to be hard all day at work?" I was like, "What?" I was like, "Okay, now I know you can't say that." I'm like, "I, I don't think that's appropriate." They've have been y'all had a me. conversation? <laughs> yeah, like, he was my homeboy. But like, no, I was, no. <laughs> have y'all had a conversation like that prior? Yes. No. Yeah. Well, he was my friend. He's my friend. So I'm uh. you really, yeah. So I'm really familiar with him. But he definitely did say that to me. Uh. 
And I was just like, okay, I know the younger girls have taught me enough to know that this isn't okay. This ain't the way to go. You should not be saying, like, I'm like, that's inappropriate. And then when I brought it to him and I was like, yeah, this is the reason why the Me Too movement is in effect. For He's like, yeah, I guess that was a bit much. I'm like, it is. You can't say that. But he grew up in the 90s. Grew up where in the 90s. I guess gangster rap has. <laughs> you can this, say whatever I, you want. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's a different time. We was rapping those lyrics word for word. Word for word with no... I still rap those lyrics word for word. In certain environments, I do too. <laughs> so do, so wait a minute, let me ask you. So do y'all listen to our music like, what the fuck? Like, what? No. Nah, um, I, I know the time. Like, I know things change. Things always change, right? So it's like... Think, take R&B, right? Mm -hmm. It was so lovey-dovey in the 60s and the 70s. And even 90s some the, R&B was bad, too. Yeah, you like, that's it. what I'm saying. So it's like, step back, you dancing too close. I feel a little poke coming through. <laughs> like, yo, you can't say no shit like that, dog. Like, <laughs> or, like, the intro to um, Come and Talk to Me by Jodeci is like, um, the outro is like like two minutes of sex. Janet Jackson song is she just moaning the whole track? Yeah, like, we did. We had a few. It was a few R and B tracks that was like all like really, really. Age it was ain't wide nothing open. but a number. Uh, and niggas That's in jail right now for fucking with young hoes. Like no. So you see, he like, told us. I was 14 back then. Like, he right, age ain't nothing but a number. You like, please call me. <laughs> yes, he was like, don't worry, I'm going to wait around. I'm going to get to you. That's wild. That is sad. And you still listen to him. I still listen to him. That's, That's crazy. The, he's a musical genius. I just think Nobody's the 90s. Denying that. The, the 90s were wide open. It was like no filter. None at all. It was wide open. And to grow up in that, like it's everything the, was wild. I like. I enjoyed. It's the living. perfect. It's the perfect recipe to produce a podcast that's uncensored. Oh, get boom! So it all comes back full circle, right? You see, I did that. Yes, no, you're, you're pretty good. Yeah, yeah I know. Because I, I don't want to be censored. Like I need yeah, to. We're be... not playing R. Kelly on the show, but yeah. Of course. Oh, first of all, I can play R. Kelly. I can play. It's my podcast. All right. One girl, one mic. It is your podcast, you and we can have right. a little R. Kelly playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly was my um, senior um, graduation school, my our class. I believe I can fly. Ninety-seven. It was everybody's graduation. Everybody school. graduated. I believe yes. I can fly though. But that was Come before it got too crazy. Everybody. That was everybody's graduation song. Leave or, R. Kelly uh, alone. My uh, sister, when she graduated from middle school, they had middle school step up, whatever it was. They had the uh, "I'm the world's greatest." I'm the greatest. Yes, yeah. that was the next graduation song. Was "I'm the greatest." That was everybody's graduation song that year that came out. Like, come on, y'all gonna y'all gonna get up off R. Kelly. Um, tell him to get off a little girl's face. He is. He's, you know, y'all know he can't read. Like, leave him alone. Don't. That's no, the reason? No, yes, don't bring up R. Kelly. Don't bring up R. <laughs> but the 90s, that is. That's a, actually a good podcast. That is a real. I'm going to do one on R. Kelly. Yeah, you got to bring enough millennials with the ammo. And then you No, I'm not old. bringing no sensitive ass, soft foot. I need some tough. Women like that's the problem with y'all young people. Y'all need to be a little tougher. Why are we? Why are we not tough? Because we don't fuck with our Kelly. <laughs> yeah, like stay away from him. You know, you know better. Like, do you? So what? You, yeah, like you do <laughs> stay know. Stay away from yeah, him. Yeah, like you don't get better. fucked. <laughs> you let our Kelly fuck you. <laughs> Man, you knew better. No, you wanted it. You, no, I'm joking. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your thank you. I am first of all, I'm joking. <laughs> but I this almost is, took my shoe off. No, and threw it. So I'm joking. But this is some of the um the mentality of some people in this that's in that type of environment. And I don't I don't agree with that at all. At all. But 
Like you fuck with R. Kelly music, you don't fuck with the person. I don't fuck. With, I don't condone him sleeping with younger yeah, women. Yeah. I don't. You fuck with the music though. Even though, um, <laughs> no, even though, no, even, even though, though, you don't put the even though there. You do not put the even do you, though. Do you think that seventeen nope. is um? Fuck no. I work in a high school. So you have you seen some bad seventeen year olds? Absolutely not. No. Okay. No. All right. He's lying. I'm okay. not lying at all. I'm hey, dead serious. I had a guy too. I ain't gonna say that. Yeah, I yeah. would say don't say that. Don't say that. You about to get him in trouble, whoever he is. Yeah, I stopped fucking with him over that. But yeah, so no. That so he is, said he's seen a bad seventeen year old. Yeah, he did. You see, I was like, yes. I was like, yeah, yeah, you are. That's dangerous. Like, no, that's too much. You should just see someone's like. If you see someone that you know they're underage, it should immediately just it be should, like it, it should, should, should cut off. Yeah, yes. it should cut off. And I don't even like creepy guys that are like, oh, I can't wait till she gets grown because that means you see her as attractive now and she's a baby. Like, I don't like yeah, that. Like, that's, that's creepy that's, to that's me. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been a seventeen year old girl, so I completely understand how that type of energy is. And I, yeah, no, I'm joking. Mm-hmm. I will listen to R. Kelly music. I'm not buying anymore R. Kelly music even though I don't know if title counts whatever because I stream it um, <laughs> and I'm not going to any more R. Kelly concerts like I've seen him R. in concert Kelly's enough yeah um, <laughs> he gonna be at like <laughs> he gonna be at like the, the Alger Theater on, uh, on yeah and you know it is, and it, is a, it is a part of me that will probably want to go see him but I'm not because y'all told me not to because he's a bad person now the All 90s. Right. Blame it on 90s blame rap. It, blame, no, blame it on the 90s water. It's something in the water that, that shook y'all up in the 90s. Right. So this is my introduction interview. You have any more questions you think? Nah, man. And so, okay, so are you saying like I'm a young OG? Yeah, like, I told you that. You're a young OG. Okay. Because you can listen to like Megan Thee Stallion and you can listen to like Mary J. Blige and, and feel at home in both. Yeah, and I can rap look him lyric for lyric. Lyric for lyric. Facts. Right. I'll do it right now if you want me to, but I'm okay. I won't. We don't need you to. can pass on that. Okay. Yep. Pass. All righty. Well, listen, anybody that's listened to this that graduated with me um, in class of 1997, check y'all behavior because maybe we are mad aggressive out here in these streets because <laughs> it was something in the water or it just, I don't know. That That is deep. I'm. I don't even know how to end the podcast with that because I'm. That's just kind of. It may change your whole mindset. Yeah, it changed my whole perspective of things. Like maybe I am a little bit more aggressive. Shout out to everybody in the nineties though. Shout yeah. out to the nineties. The nineties mm-hmm. were good. They were fun. We lived a lot. We've seen a lot of history being made. So and lived through it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's been a wonderful episode. Of it has been. Mind. Thank you so much. Thank of you. Course. I appreciate you so much. Thank of you. Of course. Thank you. All right.